Breaking Actions Podcast, we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, a.k.a. the Potty Mouth of the South. And my name is Chris Mitchell, a.k.a. the Actual Factual. Today is... Look, listen, the, as I said to Mr. Prince, this is a bucket list. Um, a big thank you to Julia Beverly. Yes, absolutely. First and mm. foremost, a big thank you to Mr. Prince's yeah, team. Um, just, just so you know, um, you're saying Mr. Prince like everybody knows who Mr. Prince is. Well, if they don't know, they gets to know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Whenever you say gets, I'm, I'm not, you got, gets to know. <laughs> you've, it's plural. You've got to get to know only because of what he's what he's been able to do in this game should be sincere, sincerely and utterly appreciated. He needs a statue. And I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't joking when I said to him that I, you know, I'm, this is someone like when, when I, when things go down and he's mediating beefs or, or he's releasing new wine or a book, you know, that it warms my heart that there are people out there like him in our community. Yes. And not just in, in a in a state or a city in the States, but in the community of rap and hip hop. And it warms my heart that there are people like that that still are here, that I still have a voice. We need leaders in our community, in the hip hop community. Um, you can see what's happening uh, across America, in the UK, where a lot of young black people are dying. And Mr. Prince is a, a person who wants to fly the flag for every black person, for every person who loves this culture and to lead. And so that's why he's so important. So if you don't know who Mr. Prince is, yeah, you know where to go. But um, yeah, I just wanted, just wanted to say that I really appreciated that a perspective. You know, he's a leader, man. And, and to, to be able to speak to an OG like that and him to be so warm and, and funny. Honestly, a big thank you to, to, to Mr. Prince's team and Julia for, for setting up. This is definitely one tick off the list. Um, really so glad. Uh, loyalty wines. He's got, like, he's, got, he's got champagne, he's got Merlot, he's got rosé. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I'm not a wine drinker, but I'm going to buy some wine from someone in our culture who cares about us. So, Absolutely, absolutely. You have to, we have to give back. But this is Mr. James Prince. Breaking Actions podcast. Check it out. Okay, so this isn't any ordinary episode. Every episode I say it's a special one. This isn't any ordinary episode. We are joined today by someone who is the epitome of loyalty, respect, honor. Someone who is a excellent. Someone who's a leader in yes. his community, not just from Fifth Ward, not just his city, but also across the culture of hip hop. We have someone who we thoroughly, thoroughly respect. We have Mr. James Prince on the Breaking Atoms podcast. How are you, Mr. Prince? I'm good. I'm good. How y'all doing? We, we, we are well. You are getting some well-earned sunshine. <laughs> where, where, we, where we are, Mr. Prince, it's raining, it's oh, dark, and yeah. it's cold. Oh, man. Well, you know what they say, if, the, if it don't rain, the grass won't grow. This is, this is true. I mean, they, they don't say that in London, but that sounds like some, that's some Houston stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah I'm running with that. No, I'm Mr. running with Mr. that. Prince, we, we, we see the, uh, the, the wines in the background, the loyalty wines. You're very hands-on in everything you do. Talk to us about how hands-on were you in, in the making of loyalty wines. The presentation is very exquisite. Uh, and the wine itself, how hands-on were you? Yeah, no, no, most definitely. Uh, I have a loyalty collection, which, which consists of Cabernet, Merlot, 
uh, champagne and the rosé. And I was very hands-on, uh, even coming out there to Paris, you know, picking, going through some grapes, you know what I mean, on, on the right flavor. <laughs> and, uh, of course, the name Loyalty, you know, was something I chose because I feel like that complement uh, the life I have lived on this planet. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have it no other way. You know, I, my thought process behind the name was, you know, in the midst of celebrating on you know, so many levels, so many things we celebrate with a toast, you know, whether it be wine or champagne, you know, what better way to celebrate in the name of loyalty, but because I don't think it's no success come about without loyalty being involved. Mr. Prince, Mr. Prince has spoken. Um, you don't just have a passion for business and loyalty and respect, but you've also got a passion for faith as well. How has faith impacted you along your business journey and just life in general? Yeah, faith is, is my foundation. I couldn't, uh, I, could, I don't know who I would be without it. You know what I mean? It, it's like the foundation. Who can build uh, a home or anything on a weak foundation? So everything that I, will, that I have accomplished, uh, faith played a role in it. Yeah, absolutely. Past, past, past the prince. <laughs> I, w- I want to talk to you about entrepreneurship because the wines is part of that, right? So there's Rap-A-Lot, there's uh, the sports management, there's the book, there's now Loyalty Wines. Um, outside of that, the, the mob ties, the, the movement you have, you've always been someone who's trailblazed to set examples for others. And I was thinking, I was watching uh, Doc Rivers uh, today on a, on a documentary and he mentioned something about how to achieve excellence and I'm just wondering if there's something that you've ever thought about which is when you achieve and want to sustain excellence it's not about being the best but how you stay the best yeah. how it's not just about you but actually about everyone and I've, I think you've always taken that and, and is that also the, 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 the kind of thought process you take with everything you do about it's not just about you your family but everyone extended in the culture yeah, most definitely. I, um, you know, from day one, it was about, uh, it was bigger than just me. You know what I mean? My vision, my dreams from day one was to create a movement, you know, where the culture was involved. Because I, from day one, my mindset was create a movement to compete with the majors. So this is how I got the attention of Master P, Baby, uh, uh, Tony Draper, you know, all the entrepreneurs that, you know, are relevant right today. It, it came from the movement over the moment. The movement Amazing. over the moment. I love that. Yep. Yeah, running with that. The other thing I was going to, I wanted to ask you about is, um, you're, you're a leader. Um, you've, you, you always lead in the community of hip hop and in your own community. Um, and you've always thought about being, you know, being a black owned businessman um and very you know flown the flag for that the leaders in our community we've we've come from an age i'm 36 we've come from an age where you know you don't shit where you eat not to to use you know but we don't shit that there's a code that code now from a from a younger generation isn't necessarily followed 
We yeah. we have all kinds of things from snitches to to people robbing people from their own community. Like we've we've it's it's a horrible state of affairs in that. Yeah. Um, is this from your point of view as a, I'm, I'm speaking to you as an OG and, and a person who wants to learn and, and get perspective? Right. Is this purely due to a, a lack of leadership uh, or is it whether the leaders didn't listen to the younguns for someone like who has cultivated you have a brand. Your brand is based on your loyalty and respect and honor. Yeah. And that's also translated in your, uh, in your wine, too. Um, is it really due to a lack of leadership or is it because we didn't listen to the youngins? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely a, a lack of structure, lack of, which is a lack of leadership. And, uh, you know, it's up to the real ones that's left. There's not many of us left. It's up to us. You know, if you notice, I, I put a book out called Art and Science of Respect. You know, it's, in, it's important that we don't lose focus no matter who don't value loyalty and respect that the ones of us that's left that do, you know what I mean? Let it be heard, let it be said, because this drink loyalty is not for snitches. You know what I mean? They may they may choke on this. <laughs> yeah, I love that. They might do. No names, no names needed. Um, there's a there's a few. Exactly. There's too many. There. There's too, there's, I, I guess there's too many. I think. I think the the one thing that I, I mean for me I can speak on is about the the honor and code like is there's a moral to everything right yeah. Everyone, people should stand on some moral fiber yeah. Yeah. you don't need to be from the streets you just yeah. need to have some moral fiber right. right and we come from an age where if you were in the streets and 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 those guys saw potentially knew not to take that road but to yeah. encourage you to go in 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 another road they would do that now right. it's just that it's happened a to me all, Mr Prince so yeah. To hear you say that, it's, uh, you know, it's it's reassuring. And they can choke on that wine. I, I don't like snitches, so we can. They can choke on that wine. <laughs> you mentioned yeah. structure, and and the lack of it. In terms of, um, let's say we want to rebuild the structure of community and leadership. What are some of the key traits, and what types of people do we need in the structure yeah, to make it strong again? The power, where structure is concerned, is in the numbers. You know what I mean? You want to get as many people as possible. And it's important, like, one of my uh, ingredients that, that I know have worked for me over the years is I allow the youth to police the youth, which simply means, you know, it's their responsibility. They watch each other. They communicate with each other uh, more so than it becoming a, a elderly, young Thing, you know what I mean? They have to be taught. And uh, when you have the power, when you have the numbers, you have the power and you're able to, you know what I mean, control things in a unique battle. I like that. I like that. I was watching a, an interview with your son um, and he mentioned um, early on about his aspirations to get into the music business. Um, he came to you and you told him he needed to go and find an artist. That artist, Drake, one of the biggest artists, probably he'll probably go on as one of one of the biggest artists ever. But something really stood out to me about that story, Mr. Prince, and it's the fact that you could have made a phone call, you could have called in a favor, but you told him go out there and find someone. Whereas other people will rely on nepotism. How important is it for you, and 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 why did you tell your son Jazz to go out there and, and you know? get his own his own food like when you could have done it for him when you've gone through so much to make life easier for your kids why did you decline on that particular occasion and well, watch him work? you know what i didn't want to do is create 
a situation where uh, I feed my sons fish the rest of their life versus teaching them how to fish. And the way that story went was uh, Jazz was on tour with Lil Wayne and he was out there for quite a while. And I could see that he was having a lot of fun, you know, with the girls. And, you know, I felt like his focus wasn't on business. You know, my objective uh, when I connected the two was for him to have access to power, but come home with some of the power he had access to. So, you know, I decided to check up on him and, and I just straight let him know. I said, man, I don't want you out there on tour just focusing on them girls and you come home broke. I said, why don't you go to Lil Wayne and let him know that you want to start a partnership with him, a 50-50 partnership with your label. And then when you get back, I want you to play me that artist that you have because I, he had been telling me about a few artists that he had. So he went to Wayne and Wayne embraced the idea. He was real excited. Daddy, Daddy, Wayne said he down, woo, woo, woo. I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I told him, I said, well, get your first artist because I want to hear his artist who he had been, you know, talking about. And, you know, when he got home, he played Drake for me. And of course, I wasn't as excited as he was excited. You know what I mean? He was really like adamant about this is the new sound, Dad. You have to trust me on this. So I'm like, okay. You know, but, you know, to be honest, you know, I wasn't feeling Drake the way he was feeling. Okay. But Jazz was right at the end of the day. <laughs> so he's got he's got his um he's got his he's got his daddy's ears. Yeah. But, it's a good thing. But I I've 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 newly become a father for the first time. And right. the one thing I'm re and one thing I'm realizing is that, you know, what you do for your kids, you instill in them at a very young age yeah. the, the 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 characteristic thing they will follow from. Right. So your your jazz in that instance has taken the the spirit you took with rap a lot and, and, and found Drake, right? Right, right. So that's that's an amazing thing. Sticking with music slightly, um, Nipsey, rest in peace, referred to you as, you know, sucker proof. Yeah. As a symbol of success. And I think that's it goes without saying for you. There's that does that ever does that does that ever drive you? Does that ever motivate you to do more? Or is it just something that you just take a badge and you just keep it moving? How do you how do you keep what's the motivation that drives you year after year to to you know from books to wines to yeah. to being who you are what drives you well you know uh uh people like a nipsey is definitely a, a motivating drive for me you know i uh i'm inspired you know by anybody i inspire you know what i mean it's it's a mutual thing you know i, I love to see growth take place uh you know where the real is concerned you know i'm, I'm happy for them and you know and it, it's mutual like me and nipsey we had a relationship, you know what I mean? And uh, I consider him to be bulletproof as well. You know, when I met the brother, I was surprised how, you know, he had studied me. You know, he had been studying me for a while and he broke it down to me. And uh, yeah, we just had a lot of laughs, man. Exciting conversation around that one. Amazing. Yeah, rest rest yeah. in peace to Nipsey Hustle. Um, this is the last question I have because I know your time is limited. What were your... I'll tell you how Rap-A-Lot got on my radar, first of all. Biggie Small said, I'm not from Houston, yeah. but I rap a lot. And this is before the internet. And I'm thinking, Rap-A-Lot, what's he talking about? Do my, I did my, um, did my yeah. due diligence 
with my older hip hop heads and they said, you know, rap a lot, Scarface. And then I've been in that rabbit hole ever since. What were your first impressions when you heard Biggie well, say that line? Well, I understood that Biggie, we had inspired, you know, Biggie, them, and they was up on us down here in Houston, you know, Biggie and Puff them. You know, uh, I had an opportunity to speak with Biggie as well. And he was like, man, you know, I listen to everything that come out of rap a lot. We studied y'all, y'all inspired us to do what we do, you know? and that was somewhat of a surprise to me because, you know, back then, New Yorkers wasn't embracing the South, you know. So Biggie was ahead of his time. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we, 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 we miss Biggie a lot. Definitely. Yeah. He, um, the, the, the one thing I'll say about rap a lot before we finish up is the range of the type of records that came out. And it's a yeah. real testament to that label from everything from Do or Die to Bushwick Bill to Ghetto Boys to Scarface to UPT to Gangster Zero. Nick. Like, th- there's a range, <laughs> right? So you, yeah. can, you can, it's not just, your, uh, there's, there's music for the car. There's music for right. the soul. There's music for reflection, introspection. And that's that's yeah. a testament to, to what you kind of, what you created and, and what you were able to achieve and the legacy um, that yeah. was there. So now we, we, we've, so we, sincerely appreciate your time yeah. and, and and for everything you've done that with, with rap a lot and everything appreciate the then. support too man yeah yeah rap a lot was key in terms of for me expanding my hip-hop palette wow. because i know you meant you, you know you mentioned about you new yorkers not embracing the south so i was very new york centric even though i was in london yeah but then when i heard i make big money i drive big i'm like okay um you know now i feel you um devin all that all that stuff it was um there's a saying and i think it was jazz you said the the east coast is one piece of bread yeah the west coast is another piece of bread and the south is in the middle because you got all the flavor yeah we the meat we the meat you didn't yes (laughs) i love that i love that mr prince like summit said thank you so much for your contributions. Right. We were we were raised on rap a lot. And even as young businessmen ourselves, we, we look to you as, as a blueprint and some of the lessons. And we just hope to trailblaze and carry it forward in our own way. We really appreciate you and what you've done for the culture. Yeah, I appreciate it, Mr. Prince, God bless yeah, you. Love, All right, take care. All right, bro. All right, my man. A big thank you to Mr. Prince for his time. I, I felt bad taking, like, I don't want to take more of his time. Like, he's, he's having so much fun with the sun, like, and, and uh, yeah, I don't want to take much of his time. So, um, yeah, we, we, we wrapped up. But no, it was good. We talked we talked about um, his projects, entrepreneurship, leadership, um, you know, the characteristics that are needed to to build that structure. Um, he talked about his son, Jazz, and, and the kind of lack of nepotism. Nipsey, I didn't, I didn't realise that Nipsey and, 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 and Mr. James Prince had, had a relationship like that. that was... Yeah, I, I knew, but I wanted to, um, I just kind of wanted him to say it. Right, right, right. No, that's because he he's privy to those conversations, obviously. Absolutely, and we got to we got to talk about some rap a lot too, which is which yeah. is always good. I'm but... gonna go listen to some Devin right now. Not that I ever stopped. Yo, that label, bro. Oh. With no rap a lot, right? There's no, you know, bad boy. Like, okay, think forget labels. Just entrepreneurs, like you know, the DNA of a James Prince is in Puffy, Master P, Birdman, like Jay. 
Hove, you know? it's in every, it's in it's QC. In, Let's it's go in, to the modern day. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And and I, I'm not surprised that his, his DNA is part of that because he would have helped those people along the way at some point. At some point, they would have had to come to the house of a house of Mr. Prince, right? And, and <laughs> for, some, for some counsel and, and some to, game and, and get some game, real game. Yeah. This is someone who's done it himself. And what's really, you know, what's really crazy now thinking about it. You know, I talked about like it's not, you know the whole idea about Mr. Prince is not about him, it's about everyone else. If you think about why he started rap a lot, to get his brother out of the street. Mm. Can you imagine that? Mm. He's at every, even in eight, in 88, it was like, yo, I'm going to start this to get my get my brother out of the street. So it's always about the culture. It's always about the people close to him. His Trailblazer. family. So, yeah, Trailblazer. No, much I, love, res- I, love, I love that. I love that about him. Absolutely. So much respect. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social at Break the Atoms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, my personal is at Hip Hop Chronicle. Chris's I Am Kinetic. Um, we will be back yes. very, very soon with yet but another episode. Go, yes. Before we go, I just want to say rest in peace to Bruce Sweden. Oh, yes. Legendary engineer, um, Quincy Jones's right hand man, and he engineered an album called Thriller. And that's all that needs to be said. Um, he did more than that, though, you know. He did a lot more, but when you've got Thriller on your CV, you don't need to talk no more. I mean, um, but, yeah, he, 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 absolutely. He definitely, he... I know he, what you're saying. I know what you're saying. He, he and also, trailblazed. He's a trailblazer too, you know. Of course, man. Of course. Man lived life. And I also want to, you know, send more love out to Nigeria. That situation's not over. Is it not over? It's not over. Like, there's, there's a, whole, a whole bunch of rubbish going on. People saying, no, we didn't shoot at nobody. So my question is, where are these people? Why have they gone missing? But anyway... Love to Nigeria, and I just want to send love to everyone out there. Like you know, COVID and lockdown, and it's just been a it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy 2020. We've lost people. Um, I lost a very close family friend. I'm very sorry a, to hear that. A couple of weeks ago, so my grandma's best friend, oh, rest wow. in peace to Mother Dunkley. She's she's now you know transitioned. So it's 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 like the end of an era, literally, and um. It's 2020 is going to be one for the books. That chapter in history lesson is going to be hefty. So I just want to just shout out everyone out there, you know, who's going through it. You know, we're coming up to the holiday season. And, you know, I know the holidays ain't great for everybody. Um, you know, it's challenging. It's it's cold. It's it's damp. It's just 2020 is just yeah. different. But, yeah, I, 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 I see you and we, you know, I'm thinking of you and I'm sure some is as well. And I just want to say, you know, I haven't forgotten mm. the no, current well- situation. No, well said, well said, Chris. And I think, yeah, it's going to be a sombre, it's going to be a sombre end to the year, but hopefully we can see the back of it uh, and go into the new year, um, reflecting on, on those who have passed, but also living on in their memory um, because, you know, it's it's tough. It's really tough for, for, for sure. a lot of people now. So uh, much love to you. Uh, but no, we'll, we will be back with another episode next week. Um, we've got more fire, more fire, fire. We should have, we should have Sagat. From Street Fighter and, and just, you know, and uh, Dalton's getting fire, fire. Yeah, but well, you know what? You say that yeah. and I'm going to get it. Do it. I yeah, I'm going to find it. I've got it. I've got soundboard. Yeah, We've got Street Fighter soundboard. We need, we yeah, we need, we need some sound effects. We need um, Yoga Flame and we need um, someone getting slapped. I know we mentioned it. We just need the sound of someone going. <laughs> we need that. We need me- that. Me- definitely, definitely. Maybe the uh, snitches can choke on uh, on the fam, wine. Fam, fam. When he said that, yeah. When he said that, yeah. He said, he said, that's he amazing. Said, Yo, I he love said the that. snitches can choke on the wine. Well, listen, this is, this is, it ain't built for them. Um, so but that's a, that's an ill tagline. Imagine that was in an advert. Snitches can choke on this. hundred percent. hundred percent. But listen, until next time, 
Peace. Peace.